Hello, it's Danny Al again, your host from uh, Tales from Southern Indiana, back uh, with uh, some more fond memories of uh, a, uh, a strange place, but uh, yet uh, familiarity uh, was uh, something that was comforting, even if it was odd. And so I thought today I'd uh, share some memories and thoughts about uh, public displays of affection. And, uh, you know, the, the almost just the words would uh, make someone in southern Indiana, where I grew up, uh, want to run. They wouldn't run. They wouldn't run because running would be, well, that would call undue attention to yourself and create a whole other problem and require another episode of the podcast. But they would be quite uncomfortable just with the words themselves because... You know, we didn't display uh, affection in public. It, it just, it, it wasn't done. It was like the line from the Andy Griffith show uh, about a fellow who's new to town and wants to date uh, a young woman there. And Andy's explaining to him that, you know, you can't come on so strong because around here, uh, you know, folks uh, don't open, even hold hands in public till they've had their seventh or eighth young'un. And I think that would have been a fairly, uh, you know, a liberal uh, uh, behavior uh, in the parts of Indian Rigor. At any rate, uh, you know, there are acceptable forms of uh, public affection, uh, or at least this is my memory uh, in southern Indiana. And so this is the list. Number one, nodding heads. Uh, you know, if someone's had some really good news, such as they've, you know, survived a terrible illness or what have you, it's appropriate to nod your head. All right, well, that's the list. Uh, and, and, you know, again, there's all sorts of things that you wouldn't think of as necessarily being a problem in most of the world that do create tension or conflict in southern Indiana. And one of the things is smiling. You know, if you smile, and I'm talking a big smile, not just a little bitty grin that you might, you know, you might uh, uh, give if somebody tickled you. But, you know, a big smile, that might be interpreted as, as something that masks bad intent. So we're wary of that sort of thing. Uh, now, you know, again, there are some exceptions. You know, you could uh, be uh, receiving congratulations on a new baby. But even then, some folks might have mixed feelings about that because they may have entered a sort of an unknown world where they actually have the first uh, child and uh, not quite sure what lays ahead. And, uh, and there's, there's some justification for that, uh, that feeling. Now, <laughs> holding hands. I, I don't recall seeing anyone other than teenagers in love uh, holding hands in public, certainly not grown married folks. Um, now, there might be circumstances where it's okay to hold hands, such as if you come across someone and they're sinking in quicksand and there's no stick you know, to extend to them. You might extend your hand, but even then you hope it's of short duration and afterward you'd sort of pretend it didn't happen. Uh, you know, it, you're climbing a mountain. Well, there aren't any mountains to climb in southern Indiana. There's big hills, but you probably wouldn't need somebody to pull you up um, by their hand. Um, now, it's okay to have, you know, tug a rope uh, wars because uh, they're just holding rope. I mean, you're, you know, you're, you're facing each other, you're holding rope. But uh, not, not, not holding hands for other particular reasons that one could think of. I, you know, you could hold a child's hand. Now, that's, you know, that, that's different. Um, children haven't yet learned to avoid public displays of affection as they will eventually when they do become grown-ups and full-fledged card-carrying members of the Southern Indiana uh, uh, world and psyche. Uh, 
Now, it, it, this is, you know, even saying this word would be uh, something of great producing anxiety in southern Indiana, kissing. Uh, you know, we even turn away from scenes in movies where two French people are kissing, you know, each other on the cheek. Uh, now, you know, you can, of course, at a wedding, the bride and groom, you know, you may kiss the bride, uh, and that's customary and traditional, but, you know, most folks aren't going to look very long at that, you know. If it's a long kiss, then people start to sweat. Now, I, I suppose that, you know, again, with teenagers, you know, they love lane sort of thing. Yes, the teenagers kiss each other, but, you know, they might keep an eye out to make sure the police aren't coming, and usually they're not because there were only five policemen in Mitchell when I grew up, and the chief of police was always occupied uh, carrying the bucket to collect the pennies from the parking meters. So, you know, they had to get paid somehow. Now, I think that, you know, you'd hug a child, um, and, you know, the issue with hugs and adults really, well, you know, the, the sense is that it's like a bear hug, you know, the bear's hugging you, but you can't count on uh, bear being friendly for very long. And uh, you want to be able to get away. Most, most folks in southern Indiana, just about anywhere we're at, we want to make sure we have a quick path of escape, no matter where we're or what we're doing. You know, there needs to be some area that's not blocked in case we need to head somewhere else real quick. And we don't like to go anywhere real quick, by the way. But if we, if we needed to, we need to make sure there's a path. Uh, and that's part of what perhaps, you know, lies behind all of this stuff. And, um, and I, now I suppose, you know, wondering why, you know, maybe the early settlers of southern Indiana uh, didn't want to be distracted uh, by public displays of affection in case they were about to be eaten by a mountain lion and hadn't noticed its approach. Because, you know, we've, we've had a previous episode on mountain lions, and they don't, they don't announce themselves. They're stealth predators, for goodness sake. So yeah, there is a reason to, to be careful about anything you might do uh, if you live in a land where mountain lions uh, are, are prevalent, as they were at one time in southern Indiana about until maybe the 1920s or so, at, where, at point, which point we'd killed all of them. Now, there's a solution <laughs> to all of this. You know, there's, a, there's an easy solution for folks who grow up with these kinds of constraints in their accepted social behavior, which is dogs. And it's okay to display affection for a dog. You can pet a dog, you can give it a hug or whatever. That's different. You know, so, you know, if you're particularly in need of having the experience of a display of public affection, you know, get a dog. There's a lot of dogs in southern Indiana. Even the people who eat them don't eat all of them. And, uh, and so that's one thing you can do. And as usual, you know, on the podcast, we try to come up with helpful hints for people who just need reminders on how to get through one day after another in a place that really isn't perhaps like much of any other place you'll ever find in the world. So if you do come to visit Southern Indiana and you encounter a community that is sort of like the one that I grew up in, you just remember that, you know, don't have great expectations about people uh, giving you a handshake or a hug. But, you know, just keep in mind that in southern Indiana, a nod is as good as a hug to a shy Hoosier. As usual, I appreciate you all joining me and uh, uh, sharing in some of these reminiscences of just odd uh, or unusual or hard to explain and yet perfectly accepted and, uh, and normal behavior uh, for folks I grew up with. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.